Welcome to the second episode of Three Amigos Getting to Know You podcast series. On this episode, we introduce you to two ladies of the FPL community of which you're very familiar. First up, we have Kat, who you'll all know on Twitter, at FBLCat, and Kylie, who you'll all find at KylieFBL. With the Amigos now, we have Kat Mortensen, who you should all know and love from our Twitter account, at FBLCat. Kat has been a great friend of mine ever since I became involved on FBL Twitter. She's always been very welcoming, kind, and I consider her to be the matriarch of the FBL community on Twitter. Kat, you're very welcome to the show. Are you ready to bear your soul to the FBL community? I'm very ready to do that, because I trust you. <laughs> Describe yourself in three words. I don't like to talk about myself in terms of adjectives, but if I had to, if I'm pushed, I would say I'm a very private person. I'm very resourceful and I'm a thoughtful person. Hey Kat, it's Moz. Thanks for that. Um, so uh, great talking to you. So tell us where you're from and what do you do today? Well, I'm a Canadian. I live in southern Ontario. I don't want to be too specific, but in the province of Ontario. Um, I'm a homemaker, but I'm also a caregiver to my senior mom, who will be 89 in April. Uh, she was living with us up until Christmas. She was here in our home for seven years. So we're going through a bit of a transition now. I still think I hear her sometimes in the house and and uh, it's kind of a difficult period for all of us right now. It's a bit of a change. Um, basically, I take care of the house and the cats and I also look out for most of the animals in my backyard. I currently have two rabbits out there right now as I'm talking to you. Yeah, I, I don't, remember, say, I don't remember say that to Dave, or he'll say he'll want to um, suggest making rabbit stew or something. Cat. No, 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 no. That's a cat. She's a vegan. <laughs> I know. I was just going to say that. Be careful what you say. <laughs> I have had rabbit stew actually. It was very long time ago when we went to Europe when I was sixteen. I used to go around saying I had rabbit in Belgium because my dad took us to a restaurant near the site of the Battle of the Bulge, because the trip to Europe was basically seeing every war site there was from the Second World War. So so we went to the site of the Battle of the Bulge, and I had rabbit in Belgium, but now I would not be proud to say that. So I do not That's eat any animals. <laughs> hey, Kat, it's Dale. So my question is, how and when did you first get into football and FPL? Football itself, I've been into for a long time because my father was a huge soccer fanatic. <clears throat> he came to Canada in the 1950s, and I have pictures of him playing soccer in a park in Toronto. And he loved soccer, and he passed on that love to me. Um, as for FPL, that was a bit of a different thing. I worked for a company that was mostly men, and a few of them were British background and 
into soccer and into the fantasy league when it was first starting. And so I kind of dabbled in it for a little while. Um, it wasn't until my husband got into it and he created a mini league at his work and I joined in there and I was the only woman in that league. Um, so I played on and off for a while, but only seriously and consistently for about the last five years. Great stuff. You're, um, and I'm sure you left out the part there where you bet all the fellas in the office anyway when you when you joined the FPL league. Uh well, I don't know. I gave them a run for their you money. You can brag. But... You can brag, Kat. They won't know if they're unless no, they're listeners. No. To pod, you can just say you did. No, I I <laughs> was really in the learning stages, and it it was all new to me. Um. I, I often say that I really wish my dad was still alive to play fantasy league because he would have loved it, just loved it. But sadly, he he left us about ten years ago. So. Um, Kat, what's your highest ever FPL finish? Well, it's not great. <laughs> my highest ever is uh, about three hundred and twenty-two k, but. This season is going very well for me, and I'm currently at 77k. That's higher. That's higher than ever. That Don ever got to. So you should be proud of that. That's higher than I, everyone uh, on this pod. Seriously, no. Well, we're, well you know, we people have, make so Liverpool. much about the about the OR, and for years I just I didn't even want to tell anybody what my OR was, and I didn't even want to discuss my OR. But this season, things have turned around and I, I'm still hesitant to say it because I don't want to jinx myself, but I'm proud of where I'm at and I'm always worried that it's going to go the opposite direction at any moment. So That's good. It's good that you enjoy the game, even um, the overall rank. A lot of people get a bit obsessed with it and they don't. Um, they only really start talking or communicating when they're doing well. But um, yeah, they've been up. Being on a podcast every week, Kat, when you're doing bad, as bad as I have this season, it's like opening up a scab every week. You just um, It starts healing over and then you go on the podcast and these two fellas rip it right open again. <laughs> I'm not much higher than you, Don, to be fair. They're merciless. No, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's merciless. not fair. I, I do, Kat, every week. I laugh at both of them, to be fair. <laughs> well. <laughs> so, Kat, tell us, what's your uh, best FPL memory, whether it's this season or from the time that you've been playing? Well, I have a couple and, you know, I, I don't have a great memory for details because, you know, my brain doesn't think that way necessarily. But last season, I captained Kane in the big double game week and I got ridiculous points from him. It was, you know, like 90 something points from him. And that was huge. Um, prior to that, a few seasons before, I don't know if you know, well, you must, FF247 had a few contests running and one day they had one where I think it was Everton and Bournemouth and they said who's going to score the next goal and just <laughs> off the top of my head and kind of you know cavalierly I said Funes Mori and didn't he go and score a goal I remember like, that oh my <laughs> god and they sent me t-shirts and I was like it was so exciting for me you just can't imagine and I really felt like I had really joined the group after that, you know, that I was really accepted into the crowd, the, the FPL family. Yeah, because every time he scored after that, didn't, didn't everyone tweet you every time he scored? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
I, I go to bed I'll at night, that. you know, with the Punis Mori name in my head. Seriously. You know, Kat, at least you got a present. Somebody actually here owes me a present because I guessed something on their pod, but I'm still waiting. <laughs> I'm still really? waiting, Kat. Yeah. That's not fair. That's not fair. You know, I ran a league last season and I said I would um, I would have a trophy for it. And I actually went out and bought a little trophy and decorated it and did all this stuff and sent it to the winner. And it was, you know, it was lots of fun, but it was an effort. You know, you have to put yourself out there. But so you didn't get something that was promised. That's that's bad. Yeah, he, anyway, he doesn't shut up about it. <laughs> and was it someone on the podcast? Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh yeah. Well, he probably just me. forgot. Begins with a D. He probably just forgot. He's gone silent. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone quiet. Hello. I have no <laughs> idea what he. I have no idea what he's talking about, Cap. He's um. <laughs> It's it's one it's a thing to do with his age. It, he sometimes starts rambling about like this, and myself and Dale just quickly. It'll be edited out though, so don't worry about it. Oh no! <laughs> Selective Irish memory. Yeah, that's oh. it. Yeah. I have that myself. Uh, yeah, uh, it's great. Uh, yep. So, Kat, what do you like most about the game, and what do you dislike the most? Well, I'm obsessed with um, information. So I really like the research end of it. You know, like preseason, you wouldn't believe what I had going here. I had notebooks, I had websites, I had, you know, highlighters going like crazy and all this stuff, just all these things. Don't forget the whiteboard. The whiteboard has kind of fallen by the wayside because, um, because of the nature of our house, like I had it hanging up in one spot downstairs and we were spending more time down there. So I was working on it more, but now it's moved to the other side of the room uh, with my mother gone. I'm upstairs a lot more. So it's more just writing in the notebooks, unfortunately, you know, I, I, I've said it would be kind of fun to have a wall that was just whiteboard, you know, <laughs> Where, and I'm and I'm sure like I'd have it in my kitchen or something, and I would just <laughs> be constantly writing stuff on it. But um, I like the sound of that. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. You can get, so, the, you and, can get the ones with the um. You can put paint on a wall like that yeah. has um. You know, it's like a blackboard type thing. You can chalk it up. That would so be amazing. Maybe something like that. I'd never get anything done. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be constantly writing on the whiteboard. Um, so I, I like the research, I like the data, but I don't have the mind for like the statistics and the analytics and the algorithms. <laughs> and and sometimes I'm reading the stuff and I'm just like, oh my goodness, what do you fit mean? right <clears throat> you fit right into this pod, Kat. Because <laughs> we like what we like to hear the numbers mean? and stuff and then ignore them, Kat. That's what we do. <laughs> well, you know, I'm a little concerned because and I know you had uh, Ben Crellin on, and I really respect all of the stuff that he's doing, and I'm following it to the letter. But at the same time, I'm a little concerned that everybody's doing the same thing. You know, that everybody is following Ben Crellin's advice. So aren't we all going to end up in the same spot? It's uh, probably it's the FPL community think tank thing, yeah, where we uh, we all going to yeah. do the same stuff. But 
then again, the community, I suppose, is very small in comparison exactly. to the overall, so exactly. it'll yes. probably be okay. Yeah. Um, the next question we have for you, Kat, is you are the boss at FPL for one day and can change one rule or feature in the game. What is it? Oh, you're going to love this. Well, first of all, I would have a penalty <laughs> for spitting because oh, yes. I hate spitters. <laughs> Especially the spitters where they put the finger to the one side of their nose and spit oh, out of their nose. Oh, God, yeah. 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 That gets that's me every time too, Kat. It is. <laughs> well, that, that's incidental. But no, I would probably make the mini wild card into a chip. And I'd have that twice a season. Did that, oh, would it be like a minus eight? Uh, yeah, that's the minus eight, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I'd like that one. I like Anton. That'll take away some of the hits that I take. Um, <laughs> I'll be in favor of, Kat. I've been trying yeah. to avoid hits. I've been doing pretty well. And, you know, there's nothing like that feeling when you get to the end of the game week and you're about to look at your points and you think, I didn't take any hits. Yeah, <laughs> and other people did. For me. <laughs> <laughs> it is for me. It has been for me in the past, too. But, yeah, it's it's something that I've kind of got a handle on now. So I think that's helping. So, so Kat. You described yourself earlier in three words. Now, if you think about yourself as an FPL manager, mm. how would you describe yourself in three words? Um, driven, determined, and obsessed. Nice. I like that. Driven, determined, and obsessed. I'm kind of nice like that in everything, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's a T-shirt. You can get that done on a T-shirt, yeah. Or my tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> so Kat, what what is, what is your target each season in, in FPL and do you have a mini league that you look for first yes well um, there's always room for improvement with me so <laughs> I, I, I'm just keen to learn how to play better and smarter you know keep my emotions in check and Really keep those rash decisions down, you know, not uh, those rage transfers. That was thing. That was the thing that was killing me in the past. And and stupid moves too, you know. So I think that's the most important thing. Um, improving my rank, but only because you know, even if I do really well once, I'll be happy. And when I go back to it next season, it won't be like, oh, I got to get my OR to this point. If I can do it this season, I'd like, ideally, I'd like to get, you know, in the 10,000 range. And then I think I'd be happy. So um, as for mini leagues, um, well, I'm still in one with my husband and I'm quite far ahead of him right now. So that's making me kind of happy. Uh, and I'd like to shout out to my new Rebel Girls League. Um, I created it in a moment of boredom in January. Um, I think it's it's going pretty well. There's about 50 of us, and we have a nice little message board going where everybody's getting to know each other. And I, I think it's it's a positive experience, and I think everybody's enjoying themselves. And and we're all really really close in the points. It's just amazing. Like. We're we're pretty good players, and I think uh, we're going to give a few guys a run for their money. So great stuff. 
Um, what is the thing you must do before each deadline? That's uh, so you can read the blog, um, listen to any particular podcast with three lunatics on it. Yes, well, of course, I do listen to you guys. I try to. I'm, you know, I'm. <laughs> I don't have as much time as everybody might think. So, you know, I try to listen to a few. I I do listen to Hail Cheaters. They're great guys. Um. I think I listen to them because they're North American, though. You know, it's it's nice to have that, um, be able to listen to someone with an accent that I can understand without any problems whatsoever. And that was a job at you, Dale. Dale, that was a job at you. I yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. uncalled for. It was uncalled for. Like Dale does his best. He's gone to classes and everything, and. You know, it's, that's listen, just mean. Cash. Listen, I can understand Glaswegians, and I've watched Coronation Street and EastEnders and Emmerdale for years, so I I'm pretty good with the accents, but I do like to listen to the Americans, and they have a different perspective, I think. Um, recently, what I make a point of doing is watching um, James Eggersdor. I think he's really honest and on the ball and knows what he's talking about. So I watch him and I do my own research every single week. Um, read as many of the pertinent links that come up on Twitter. I follow I follow Twitter a lot. So I keep tabs on what's going on there. And, you know, sometimes stuff pops up that I I'm not even following. Someone else has, has posted and I read a lot of stuff. So try and absorb as much possible and i'm on the fantasy fix now too so um that's helping me kind of give me possibilities of where i can make changes and you know instead of my own stupid direction someone someone else is giving me ideas and i can weigh the balance with that so also we have uh, sportsnet world this year so i have access to a lot more really good british programming um, and we have the official FPL show, so we watch that every week. And either it moves me to make a bad decision because I might have captained somebody else, and they'll say, "Oh no, you should be captaining Kane." Or, but um, yeah, that's that's one thing that we do all the time. Every week we watch that. So, Kat, talking about captains and transfers, when you, how and when do you decide? on your captain and transfers? So what, what makes your decisions? Um, I don't decide until the last minute. I, I kind of have an idea in mind. What Typically what I do at the end of a game week is go straight back to my team and look at how I can utilize it as it stands. So if I were not to make any transfers, what would I do with the existing team? Um, and I, I will look at that and say, okay, I'm going to captain this person and I'll put the captaincy on it temporarily. And then I'll go back at the, right before the, not the deadline. Cause we don't really do deadlines in the morning. Cause we're, the games start for us at like seven 30 in the morning on Saturday. So, um, typically I'll do it, pick a captain Friday night. Um, I used to be really undisciplined and 
picking my captain, I used to be all over the place and go, oh, I'm going to pick this differential and this is going to work wonders for me. But now I don't do that. The most of a differential I've had as a captain this season has been Sterling. And that didn't even pan out. So now it's either Salah or Kane, Salah or Kane, Salah or Kane. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, I do. Unfortunately, I have a meeting to uh, to jump into. So lovely talking to you. Uh, I'll look forward to listening to, to the rest of this and uh, I'll make sure that I'll send you a nice song on one of the pods later dedicated oh, for you. I'll look yeah, forward to I, that, Mars. It'll be one of my heroes, either Celine Dion or Justin Bieber. One of oh, the two. Oh, God, no, not we'll Celine Dion. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just in an instant. Brian Adams. Hey, Bush. <laughs> oh, yeah. Brian Adams. Brian Adams. Yeah. Oh, he's good. All right. <laughs> cool. So, Kat, do you have any no-go players or teams when it comes to FPL? I'm trying to not let um, emotional bias stand in the way, but... Right now, I would say I do not like and do not want Pogba. <laughs> he rubs you up the wrong way, is it? The, the, um, yeah, the yeah, okay. I don't know. We saw him with a picture with a snakeskin jacket or something, and it was like, okay. It, it's hard not – it's hard to get past that for me. So unless he really becomes phenomenal in the next few weeks and he has – is someone that you you know absolutely have to have, I won't have him. Do you support any Premier League team? First of all, who is it? And how do you feel about cheering on rivals in FPL? Um, I support Newcastle. And I have for a while. And this all came about because we got hooked on watching Auf Wiedersehen Pet. <laughs> 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 And I latched on to the idea of being a Newcastle fan. So I got the jerseys and the hats and I've got a lanyard and all this stuff. And I feel an allegiance for Newcastle. You know, there's there's an Irish connection. I like magpies, you know. So <laughs> I'm a Newcastle fan. Um, being from over here, I don't have that inbred allegiance that you guys all have. You know, I wasn't born into the sport I wasn't taken as a kid to to see matches and, you know, this kind of thing. And so I don't have a problem with cheering on other squads or and other teams. And um, I kind of jump back and forth, you know, between Chelsea and Arsenal. And I would say, and, and I, I'm sorry, but I'm not the biggest Man U fan. But that's probably down to Mourinho because I really dislike Mourinho. <laughs> no, it's great that you're a Newcastle fan. You missed the glory years with um, Tino Espria and Ginola and um, Alan Shearer and yeah, I all that. I came in on the end of Alan Shearer. So, yeah. So you it, did get a bit of it, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, Kat, what do you like best about being part of the FPL community? Well, I, I really appreciate the fact that the community has embraced me despite being quite separate from it. Like, I'm separate from it physically, like I'm across the pond, gender-wise to a degree, and even age-wise, because I'm probably one of the oldest people playing it. And certainly, I, from what I've seen, I'm the oldest female playing it. <laughs> So, you know, so that's nice. And and um, I enjoy the give and take and the banter and the information. And 
I, I just feel at home in the community and I feel like I'm surrounded by mates. Yeah, brilliant stuff. Um, if you can pick one player, past or present, for your FPL team, who would that be? Well, again, I'd say Alan Shearer, but I, I'm also a big fan of Thierry Henry because they're they're not only great players, but they seem to be gentlemen as well. Yeah, great goal scorers as well. Anyway, they'd uh, they'd be good to have the. It's the, they're basically uh, probably similar. Alan Shearer, I'd probably compared to um, Harry Kane, I suppose, in his skill set. Yeah, um, and you know yeah. what? I picked up on Harry Kane very early on, like. A few seasons ago, I had him in my squad right at the beginning. And I've had him in my squad consistently, you know, because he, he, you could see that he was an up-and-comer. You could see that he had the skill. And I kind of feel sorry for, for Rashford because I feel like Rashford um, could be there too, yeah. Could be there, but, you know, he's just not getting the chances. And I, I saw something last night where they were saying, you know, Lukaku's having such a tough time, put Rashford in. Why not? Yeah, so this is a question from the chef. What's your favourite <laughs> meal and your favourite drink? <laughs> well, my favourite meal is probably lasagna. Lasagna. I love pasta, any pasta, really. I have to have pasta at least twice a week. Um, but lasagna, definitely. And um, But I do love a good curry. Curry and samosas. Yeah, I love oh, curry. Love that Thanks. too. And I like it hot. Like I like a really I I like spicy food. So, um, as for drink, uh, of course it it depends on the time of day. <laughs> but I I love Guinness. Um, and I also like a really good scotch. Mm. So. Yeah. Jesus, it sounds like we should, we should meet up, Kat, between the food <laughs> now and the drinks. We have a jolly good time. Yes. yes. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Um, if your house was on fire, Kat, and you could only save one non-living thing, what would you grab? Uh, um, I thought about this, you know. I'm, I wouldn't worry about uh, technology or anything that I could replace. Um, when you said it was non-living, of course, the first thing that came into my head was my cat, so that doesn't qualify. But um, I have a bag with all of my choir music that would be hard to be replaced because I have all kinds of notes in it and everything, you know, written down about the way that we sing. Um, I'd probably grab that or... Dale will like this. I have a stainless steel colander that my husband gave me the first Christmas that we were married. <laughs> and I use it all the time. <laughs> no, I get that. I, I have a favorite pan and a favorite knife and a favorite chopping board. Uh, I mean, stuff. you could replace it, but I couldn't replace the memories of the, the 24 years that I've used that thing. So, yeah, that would probably be it. Um, Kat, do you have any special skill? Um, I can play the piano, but I wouldn't call myself a pianist. I, I would say I can play it fairly well, but I don't play for anybody. <laughs> when I was a kid, my parents, every time they had someone over, oh, Kathleen, I'll play for you. It's like, you know, no, no, really, I don't want to. 
but I had to. And so I will play maybe for my husband if he's in the house, but that's it. And, you know, we talked about my cooking. My cooking's pretty good. I love to bake. So I'm a pretty good baker. Not, you know, like fancy stuff, but I like to bake cakes and muffins and bananas. Anyway, I'm, fe- I'm feeling hungry to listen to you, Kat. Um, the favorite type of music you mentioned, uh, you mentioned your, your love of music. So what's your favorite genre? That's really hard to pin down because I have really eclectic tastes. You can put just about anything in and I either know it or enjoy it. So I like female vocalists. I mentioned Kate Bush. I am a big fan of hers and have been for years. Um, I like opera, classical music, jazz, old rock from the 70s. One of my favorite bands is Supertramp. But I also like post-punk music from the 80s. I used to go out and dance to that. Susie and the Banshees, Echo and the Bunnymen, all of those bands and The Cure, stuff like that. I still love it. Still dance around in my kitchen when we play it. I love Irish music. Uh, one of my favorite bands is the Water Boys. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's all over the place, really. <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah, no, it's it's a sign of a healthy mind when you've got um, taste in in a lot of different types of music and stuff. Because um, yeah, I can't really understand people who can totally pin themselves to one type. Cause, no, um, I can't. You, you're at different moods. You want to be you want to be listening to different things at times. Absolutely. Some and helps you. Um, Kat, this is the best question of the of the of the night, and I'll give this one to Dale because he's going to ask it in his um in his naughty boy Yorkshire accent, okay? <laughs> so, Kat, the final question: Tell us your one guilty pleasure and one bad habit you have. Okay, these are these are going to be weird. Um, I would say my guilty pleasure is certain reality television. Um. I love like Survivor and I used to watch Big Brother. I can't stand it now. But um, Project Runway, um, Amazing Race, American Idol, all those shows. I, I love watching people. So I'm fascinated by watching other people and how they interact. I don't spend a lot of time with other people myself. <laughs> But I like watching people and seeing how they think and how they, you know, deal with each other. So that kind of thing. Um, A bad habit. I leave cupboard doors open all the time. Oh, that that, that would drive me mad, Kat. I, we had our brother and my brother-in-law living with us for a while, and yeah, everywhere, everywhere he'd go into a press. I'd walk back into the kitchen, and he'd have every press he'd been in open, and <laughs> they were all like, you know, the type of doors where you push them a little bit and they'll close by themselves. Oh, and even oh. even still, he couldn't manage that. Drove, oh, drove no, me bananas. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, it's you know, you were saying a sign of a healthy mind. It's that yeah. kind of thing. It's more, I'm I'm very distracted. I'm probably years ago, I would have been diagnosed with ADD or something because I, I'm doing one thing and then I think of another. Like, it's not just covered doors. It's basically everything, you know, like I'm 
I leave trails of things all over the house of things that I've started and walked away from to do other things. So my husband has to kind of shut the doors and, you know, remind me of things, but, (laughs) and it's got nothing to do with age. I just want to say that this is the way I've been all my life. So. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm, I'm a bit OCD. You see, Kat, I've um, some things that I literally can't, um, I can't leave things open like that. It, 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 that's my dog saying hello again, Kat. Hello. But, um, <laughs> well, ironically, ironically, I would qualify myself as OCD because I have to have everything in its place. So, you know, I will go around and correct all of this stuff that I've done. Oh, got to shut that door. Got to do this. Got to do that. Like everything has to be in its place. Before I go to sleep at night, things have to be <laughs> folded up put away or hung up or whatever I can't have a big disaster and you know sleep comfortably so um yeah I I'm kind of a dichotomy that way and OCD not sure I think OCD is different there's different types anyway different uh different things trigger different people when they're a bit OCD anyway by the way Dale congratulations oh thank you that's pretty exciting yeah, it's uh, the child will be here on the 20th of September, all being well. Wow, that's close to my husband's birthday. He's on the 27th. So, yeah, it's uh, a bit scary, but... Oh, you'll do great. He'll be a great daddy. It's Cash. funny because it wasn't that long ago, it seems, that we were having conversations about you going on dates and they were all going wrong. And now all of a sudden you're going to be attacked. <laughs> I know. It's, 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 like, it's like we've seen him grow up, Cat. <laughs> Before our very eyes, yes. Yeah. Cat, th- thanks a million for coming on the podcast. I'm sure all of our listeners will really enjoy getting to know you, Cat. Thanks a lot. It was lots of fun. With the three amigos now, we have Kylie, who you should all know and love from her Twitter account, at KylieFPL. Kylie is an Aussie girl living in Ireland, and she describes herself as a word ninja and a creative marketer. She likes coffee, dog videos, and somewhat unexpectedly FPL. Uh, Kylie, you're very welcome to the Three Amigos podcast. Um, Are you ready to bear your soul to the FPL community? I'm not sure if I'm ready, but let's get into it. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Um, Kylie, I want you to describe yourself in three words for us. Right. Okay. So I would say creative. I'm outspoken, sometimes to my detriment, and I'm clumsy, really clumsy. All right, Kylie, Chef Dale. And my question is how and when did you first get into FPL and football? Right. So it's a little bit of a long story. Um, I first moved to Dublin, it's nearly four years ago now. And when I first got over here, everybody that I knew was mad about football and FPL. To be completely honest, I knew next to nothing about it. I didn't even know what an assist was at the time, I'm ashamed to say. But um, my family, friends, my boyfriend, everyone was in a mini league together. And so they just kept going on and on about it. And every time I was in the pub with them, someone would be like, oh, you know, my goalkeeper needs to get another save. And I was just like, what is this nonsense? But I decided then if I was going to have to keep hearing about it, that I might as well join in. 
that was met with a lot of scepticism because they're all like, who's this random Australian girl who knows nothing about football and she's not going to take on all us guys without 4 billion years of knowledge or whatever. I'm really competitive. So my boyfriend won the mini league that year and he was really cocky about it. So obviously I had this burning desire where I just had to beat him. And um, so I spent the whole summer researching completely from scratch. And I just committed the whole way and I won my mini league by nearly 100 points and basically a monster was created. It's a great way to describe it, a monster being created. That's the way it feels sometimes, all right? Um, Will, the next question we have for you is, what is your highest ever FBL finish? Pretty respectable, actually. Um, in my first season, I got... 4,725. Um, I did go down as low as about 1,700 a couple of weeks before the end of the season, but a couple of dodgy decisions towards the end. Um, but still, I'm really happy with that. that that's higher than Don Evers done, to be fair. Um, what's your yeah. best FBL memory? Uh, that's an easy one. I think it's probably the same as a lot of people's actually, uh, it was in that same season when Aguero got the five goals against Newcastle. So I had captained him that week and I also had Sanchez in my team and he scored two goals, I think it was against United. Um, and I ended up scoring about 124 points and given that it was a single game week and I've never even come close to doing as well as that since then, but I shot to the top of my mini league that week and uh, it's been downhill ever since, really. I think I peaked early. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so, Carly, what do you like most about the game and what do you dislike the most? I think the thing that I like most about it is actually the fact that I've come to love football as a result, which is, uh, I mentioned earlier, I was never into sports, so it's kind of a revelation you know, I, I'm getting so heavily invested in these games and you wouldn't think that the result of like Swansea Burnley would have the power to ruin your weekend or that you'd really enjoy that fact. I don't know. There's a weird psychology behind it, I think. But I, I really enjoy that now. Um, in terms of what I don't like, it's probably the volatility of the market, particularly this season. I know that it's necessary and I like the fact that it mirrors, you know, the stock exchange and everything, but there's just been a few weird instances this year, namely the Salah saga, actually. Um, spoiler alert, I sold him and it was absolutely the worst thing I've ever done. Yeah, I, I feel your pain. I did the same thing myself. <laughs> um, Kylie, you're given the opportunity, right? You have the, the boss's chair in FPL for one day and you can change one rule or feature. Um, what are you going for? So tricky. I kind of like it the way it is, but and maybe I'm biased this week. Um, but if there is one thing that I'd love, it's like a chip where you could change your captain after the matches have been played. Just this once, because I didn't captain Aguero, even though I had him last week, and I'm still really bitter about it. Good stuff. So, Carly, how do you describe yourself as an FBL manager in three words? Three words. Uh, I'd say I'm analytical, aggressive, and ambitious. I've gone mm. for alliteration there, actually. <laughs> so, Carly, what is your target each season in FPL? And do, do you have a mini league that you check every week first? 
Yeah, so the main thing that I've always looked at is I'm in a few mini leagues, but the the one with family and friends and everyone, that's kind of my go-to because um, it's really competitive and, and that's really the reason why I got into it. I won that in my first season and then last year my boyfriend won it and so now it's like the, it's turned into this big saga of who's going to win this year. It's like World War Three or something. Um, I can't lose it. it. Basically, it will just be completely impossible if that happens. So I have to win that this year. In terms of overall, it's top 5K. I, I don't think I'll get there this season, but I'd really like to beat my best rank if I can. Um, Kylie, what is the thing you must do before each deadline? So um, have you any kind of superstitions or anything that you um, like to do, like reading a blog or look at data or anything like that? Yeah, I listen to a lot of podcasts, or I try to, throughout the week, often on the way into work or, you know, while I'm doing kind of boring stuff in work, like reporting. Um, But my absolute deal breaker is... uh, I'm a complete coffee addict. And so I get up early on a Saturday morning, go have a coffee, do my last minute health check, you know, look at Twitter, read a couple of blogs, all of these things, make sure everything's in order. If I don't do that for some reason or it's interrupted, then I just don't feel mentally prepared to deal with the week. And I kind of have this sense that I've cursed myself. (laughs) And uh, when it comes to your captain choice and transfers, how and when do you decide those? Yeah, yeah. so I tend to leave my well, – I, I usually have an idea of what I want to do throughout the week, but I don't like to push the button until quite late, so that applies to both transfers and captain. Um, I do like to, if I can, push it quite close to see if there's any leaked team news admittedly that has almost got me into trouble in the past. Um, There was one particular occasion where I was in town, I think I'd been on the phone or something, and basically my phone died and it was about 10 minutes to the deadline. So I had to run to the shops, to some random shop to buy a phone charger. And I remember there was this woman in front of me buying milk and she was asking the guy about 20 different questions about milk while I was having a heart attack standing behind her. In any case, I managed to get the charger, run to the nearest Starbucks in like this chaotic mess, charge up my phone with, I don't know, 30 seconds to go and make my transfers. And I've I've kind of vowed to myself ever since then that I'll uh, try and do it a little earlier if I can. Fair enough. Um, so, Carly, do you have any no-go players or teams? No. I I try not to let bias impact my decisions, but I do think in part that it might be because I haven't been playing as long. Um, Bias obviously creeps in a little bit in terms of preference between two players. So say if we were talking about Ali and Ericsson because they're kind of similar and I would always be biased towards Ericsson just because I've had a good experience with him. But that doesn't necessarily mean I'll preclude Ali just because he likes attacking people um, in the middle of a game. I try to go with the best one on paper. Fair enough. Um, Thinking about the community, Kylie, what do you like best about being part of the FPL community? 
I think, so this is my third season playing FPL, but it's my first season involved with the FPL community. I was kind of a little bit of a lurker for a while. Um, and then I just decided to set up a, an account for, for FPL on Twitter. And it's just really interesting because when you're playing, even though I have family and friends and so on that, that play it, when you're on Twitter and you're actively involved, you just get this idea of the scope of how large the FPL community is. I mean, we know there's, what, 5.8 million people who play it, but it's so diverse on Twitter. And so it, it really just means that I'm so much more invested in the game and I'm looking at everything a bit more. And it's also kind of like, it's slightly terrible to say this, but you know, when you're having a really bad week, you've just had this rotten score or you finally realize that you're actually cursed. Um, when you realize that someone else has had an equally terrible week, it does make you feel a little bit better. Just look at Don's team every week and you'll be fine. <laughs> Don's team. <laughs> you're not doing he that has, well, Don. He has to get a job in. Um, it's every 10 minutes. It's in his contract. He has to get a job in at the poor Don's team. But um, Just I'm, a big enough man. I'm, I'm a big enough man, I can take it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Carly, if you could pick one player, past or present, for your FPL team, who would it be? I actually found this one really tricky because, you know, I just don't know enough about players outside of the Premier League. I just had tunnel vision when I started learning about it. I'd probably say Messi just because, you know, if you can choose him, wouldn't you? Yeah, to be fair, the guy is a bit of a machine. It's not bad. He's, exactly. he's like a yeah, he's like a bargain bargain bucket kind of Roberto Firmino, really. But um, yeah, Kylie, ask Kylie, could it, could he do it at Stoke on a Tuesday night when it was raining? Yeah, I think Messi would just take the night off. He wouldn't he wouldn't be up for it. But um, favorite meal and favorite drink, Kylie. Okay, uh, coffee. I think I mentioned that before, but um, yeah. I'm, I'm a bit of a fiend. I drink a really scandalous amount uh, each day. How, and how many how many cups a day would you have, Curly? Uh, at least six, maybe oh, more. Oh, it depends. Oh. I'd feel I mean, high as a kite if I had more than three. That's nearly see, as many I as I drink. I don't get jittered. So if it's a slow day, I'd say about six. If I... If I really need a bit of an energy boost, it can go a lot higher. Um, my coworkers are really slightly scared of me. I mean, everyone's a tea drinker over here. You get the odd coffee drinker, but they kind of look at me like some sort of strange specimen. Uh, favorite food is falafel. I pretty much love anything with a chickpea. Chickpeas are magical. I'm vegetarian, um, and I just get really, really happy when I see falafel anywhere, except when it's made really badly. I think Dale and I discussed this when you, you popped one of your recipes up online um, yeah, yeah. about terrible falafel. They had in my work uh, canteen the other day, they had the worst example of falafel I've ever seen. I, it actually ruined my day. My, my you know when quite passionate about it. When they freeze the falafel and sell it, it's probably the worst thing that they could ever do. I'll put it in yeah, a burger. Yeah, it takes... Yes, put... they shouldn't be in burgers. Like, just why do you do that? It's just so upsetting. It tasted like blue, or what I assume glue tastes like, with bits of cardboard mashed into it. It's not okay. It's not. 
All right, Kylie, your, your house is on fire, and you could only take right. one non, non-living item with you, and it can't be your falafel. Your <laughs> what would it be? Okay, this one's really hard um, because I really, I really love my shoes. Um, I have too many, but I couldn't choose one pair because then I'd sort of feel guilty. It's kind of like Sophie's choice, you know. I couldn't do that to the rest of them. So then I'm going to go with something completely different and say iPad. I use it for pretty much everything, but especially reading. I'm a really big reader, um, so I always kind of need to have something on me that, uh, you know, with multiple books. So I will go with that. Cool. Um, Do you have any special skills? I do. I'm a really good baker, actually. I'm a fairly average cook, but I'm a really good baker. In in saying that, I did have a bit of a catastrophe the other night with pancakes, which is kind of embarrassing because it's only like three ingredients and they defeated me so much. There was batter all over the place and I nearly had an emotional breakdown. But beyond pancakes, which is obviously not in my remit, um, I'm really good at anything lemon flavoured. I make a really good lemon curd cupcake, actually. I find it therapeutic. Nice. Uh, maybe one day we can try it with the chef's falafel or something like that. You know, he can cook yeah. the main and uh, you can make the dessert. Me and Don can just wash up. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, Seems like a good plan. Yeah. What's your favourite type of music? I would not even think I have a favourite. I'd be pretty diverse. Like I'd, I'd listen to Queen or the Cranberries or like Azalea Banks or something, but I am really partial to a rap-off. What was your favourite rapper? My favourite rapper... Uh, no, I don't know. Kendrick Lamar? I do like... No, I'm not a big fan of Kendrick Lamar. Oh, well, well that's us not being friends ever again. <laughs> Is that the answer to your question, Kendrick yeah. Lamar? I'm hanging up in, in protest. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> And you were doing so well with all the with the food and the coffee and everything like that. Kylie, next time we him. should have I a wrap off. We should have a wrap oh, off I, next time on the pod. I, I don't know if I can beat you, Mars, but sure, maybe maybe we'll have to schedule it in. <laughs> so the, the, the final question, Kylie, is tell us one guilty pleasure and one bad habit you have. Okay, uh, guilty pleasure is definitely midweek drinks. I love. Uh, wine on Wednesdays. I mean, I can't really, I never really stop at one, but you know, we've, we've got to have goals in life. Um, I find it's a good way to decompress. It's kind of medicinal after a stressful day of work. Uh, bad habit, definitely correcting people. It's so annoying. I'm conscious that it's annoying. In fact, I annoy myself when I do it, but it's kind of, you know, I'm a freelance editor uh, as well, and my background is actually in editorial. So I've, I've kind of been feeding that compulsion for years, and so I do tend to do that. <laughs> Kylie, it was great getting to know you. Thanks a million for coming on the show. Likewise, thanks for having me on the show, guys. One for each other and all for one. The three brave amigos are we. Brother to brother and everyone, a brave amigo.